Carlos Sainz dropped a video of him making pancakes. Oh, that's nice. That's okay. I don't I don't know why that exists other than is the idea is that like supposed to be like I'm imagining that I'm waking up to Carlos Sainz making me pancakes in the morning. Is that the is that the vision for that? Maybe that maybe that's his PR. Is that like was that a Ferrari video or was that just Carlos Sainz? I think doing- it might have been just Carlos, but the official Formula One account, you know, reposted it. Of course, of course. And put a caption of like, you know, you're still recovering from the night before from what Carlos has done to you. And now he's making you pancakes. Oh, wow. All right. It's an odd choice, but you know. It's what an interesting. Not not really. That's not. not, Yeah. Yeah, I guess. uh, um, I guess. It's just me inferring the the intention or the meaning uh, behind all of that oh, chaos. I'm, I'm sure he's got his like sleepy flock of seagulls look going on too. So, um, of course, yeah, you know, looking looking kind of like down at the camera, um, mm-hmm. doing his his weird thing. Uh, word. So let's let's just do it. Let's let's. It's it's a it's been an interesting week. <laughs> Um, let's get into it's been a week. It has been a week. Uh, let's get into it, Johnny. Welcome to the F1 Files. This is our Formula One podcast. This is just a couple of best friends who have loved this sport forever, even when it doesn't love us back. I'm one of the hosts. My name is Corey Willis. I'm a writer, actor, improviser out here in Los Angeles, California. And this is John Laporte, creative consultant, designing the future for film, technology, and automotive. Um, All right. So this week, we've got a bunch of things that have happened since Mm -hmm. we spoke last. We've Mm -hmm. got- uh, Not the least of which, uh, the Carlos Sainz pancake. Yes. uh, Not the least of which is Carlos Sainz making making pancakes, uh, Mm -hmm. possibly seducing us through Instagram. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. I'm not sure what the intention is there, but- there's something something going on there. So mm-hmm. you know, if that's your speed, don't miss that. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but for the for the rest of you, we've got uh, we've got lots to discuss about. We now have every single car has been revealed. Yes, I think there's a lot yes. to to touch on there, particularly and unfortunately the Red Bull. A lot yeah. to discuss there, yeah. and then. Elsewhere in the world of Formula One, we've just got some kind of like in the moment updates around the scandalous Christian Horner situation that I feel like we should we should touch base on. Uh, Corey, say, where, where you would you like in, to uh, in the moment? And I'm like, oh, maybe I should just very quickly check the social yeah, media. I, sh- I should because this has been like this has been something where something kind of explodes out from this every like 30 minutes or so for the past week. That is a good point. I'm gonna I'm gonna just like yeah. refresh. Uh, <coughs> Woo! Oh. oh oh bless you bless you um uh so um the the latest <laughs> the latest update here is uh that, that Christian Horner will fly to Bahrain tomorrow for the preseason test. So he's going to gross. Yeah. 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 Just fully going for it. Um, so the, the most recent, uh, update that I had was 
the FIA has actually issued a statement on this finally. Um, But but have they? But now, now really? it's 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 a non-statement. Um, it, it's a lot. It's this. They're basically echoing Formula One statement, which is just like, "Hey, we understand that Red Bull uh, GmbH, which is like the automotive group, uh, the Red Bull, uh, not not hmm. the." Not not the folks in Thailand, but the people who are like heading up like the Red Bull automotive sports, whatever the wing of that 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 whole company is. Uh, so they understand that that company has now set up an investigation is conducting an investigation and the FIA and F1 both want these to be concluded as quickly as is possible. Uh, so that's ultimately what they said. And then they were like, we're not going to give any further comment after we've just said that. So like you said, John, not really an update from them. It's more of a like, yeah, we know what's going on. Please finish it up quickly because it's making us yeah. look bad. Um, which is, it's a, that's a fair assessment. It is. That's a, a fair, fair assessment. assessment. I think, I think I'm uncomfortable with the fact that like it, I, I do still see, I mean, to me, I don't know. This might be my bias or whatnot, mm-hmm. but to me, this all just seems like it's gotten so ugly and so out of hand, and and nothing sounds even remotely good about it. That I'm, I'm yeah. still surprised that Red Bull corporate haven't, you know, slammed the door on this and said like, we're gonna, you know, at the very least, we're just gonna like send mm-hmm. Christian Horner to the North Pole. And if this turns out that that yeah. was not the right thing to do, maybe we'll FedEx him back uh, yeah. or or whatnot. Um, you know, because we've got all these other entities that are making statements. Um, yeah. Ford. Including uh, Ford. Maybe the most significant, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in coming out and just being like, hey, we just want every, like their statement, I forget the exact phrasing of their statement, but if you read between the lines, they were basically just like, uh, we wish we had more say in this at the moment, but just know that yeah. we're deeply uncomfortable with what's happening right now. Yes. Yes. Um, they, they're like, they're like, we're a family company. We want to make sure that anything that comes out of this, it doesn't reflect badly on us, a family company. Now, Ford is arguably not a family company. They're arguably not uh, a, a good company um but th- there's and I, I say good companies in like there's some moral stuff in there uh around the the founding of that company and then also the way that it's conducted itself over the past century it's a company in the u.s so every company has like some some spotted history uh if it's survived this long uh out of necessity of capitalism, because that's just the way that our system uh. goes here. But anyways, I'm not going to go down that. I, I won't go down that. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, in twenty in 2024, it would uh-huh. seem that Christian Horner's gross and Ford is making it clear that like, yeah, we don't. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't sign up for that in our partnership yeah. with with Which Red Bull. Is, so is really really important, I, and and I. I think the thing that is most important about this is not just the fact that like 
oh, wow, Red Bull and Ford have a partnership. And if Ford steps away from that partnership, that's like a devastating blow to Red Bull's ego and to their like marketing uh, abilities and their the, the, the way that they are perceived by the rest of the world. And, you know, it's always been like a fizzy drinks company. Now that Ford was on board with Red Bull powertrains, it became like a, an actual automotive company. Yeah. The, the thing with Ford is they are basically in charge of all of the electronic components and like the hybrid electronic motor that will make up 50% of the powertrain in the 2026 regulations. So if Ford yeah. steps away from Red Bull, this is not just like a, oh, wow, they lost like a pretty good sponsor. This is like, oh, Red Bull powertrains is now in jeopardy. Like yep. your yep. like your expansion at Milton Keynes, at the place where you build your vehicles, which is now expanded so much so that it is incorporating Alpha Tauri uh, or now the V Carb uh, team. Like that campus basically doesn't really exist for a good reason anymore because the powertrains are now they'll have to be purchased. Similarly, like they've been purchased from Honda. Uh, so that, yeah, it's a, it's a weird, dangerous situation that Red Bull finds themselves in. So presumably, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm pretty certain that Red Bull would pull the plug on Horner before they would let the Ford relationship go away. I guess I think we're mm-hmm. all just a little, and I say you and I, but I know many others are a little bit surprised with mm-hmm. how this hasn't already, you know, Winston Wolf hasn't flown in to immediately throw uh, Christian Horner into an acid-filled yes. bathtub to yes. eliminate all all signs of him immediately. For those um, of you who are not as steeped in pop culture, uh, that that is Winston Wolf, um, who is the fixer in Pulp Fiction. Um, yes. Har- Harvey Keitel, Harvey Keitel, his Acura NSX, uh, yep. and yeah, coming yeah, to clean yeah. up filthy messes <laughs> uh, in in yes. the most gentlemanly of ways. Yeah, uh, sorely needed here. Um, uh-huh. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you uh, you made a, a statement about something which was a wrinkle or a detail about what's been happening with this situation, how this situation has apparently been going on longer than any of us realized. Mm-hmm. Can you can you uh, paint a picture of what what was going on there? Uh, so apparently, this was. Uh, this has been going on for quite some time, this entire situation at Red Bull. Um, reportedly, this is, and allegedly, uh, this is Christian Horner's assistant um, or one of his assistants uh, at like the middle management level um, in, in Red Bull. And ultimately, Red Bull knew about this. And they offered him an opportunity to step away from the sport for, quote unquote, health reasons, or I want to spend more time with my family. And whenever a CEO or uh, a person of note is doing that, is stepping away to be spend more time with their family, it is basically 
uh, uh, code for, oh, you were doing some awful, awful devious stuff at work and you got caught. Uh, and now everyone is trying to sweep it under the rug and get it to go away without you or the company saving, uh, uh, with without you or the company losing uh, any sort of clout. Uh, so this is so he had he had a he had an out he, he, had he was an out given at the end which is of last which is year. which is that in and of yep. itself is kind of like a gross mark of privilege and, oh my and God. whatnot that you're and given just this like, you know like. Hey Christian, it's, sorry to yeah. hear that you've been a total animal uh, in the yes. workplace and yes. ruining other people's lives uh, mm-hmm. while going about your business. Uh, you know, but you know that's that's such a bummer. And let's make sure it doesn't bum you out too much. Instead of abruptly firing you and publicly yes. disgracing you, would you like yes. a, a, a whistle clean exit out of all of this? Um, all right. So Which is just so gross because it's such a it, – it is – sorry, sorry. It, it just – I don't want to harp on this too much, but I will harp on it because Red Bull is about to uh, mop the floor with uh, with the rest of the fields this year. But uh, – so it's important to take them down a peg now and to like spike <laughs> this now um, because it's not just – it's this this will this has set the tone for the rest of the season for me uh with with Red Bull and truly with Red Bull going forward as an or, as an organization uh they were willing to put this person uh this female employee in such a miserably awful and unwinnable situation uh they were going to pay her what, what amounted to be like 3 quarters of a million dollars to just yeah, keep I think it was quiet. even more than that. I think it was. I think it was like eight hundred fifty thousand dollars or something yeah, yeah, American just, dollars. Like just yeah, insane amount of hush money. Yeah, and that was going to come from not just Christian Horner but Red Bull as well. Like that, it it just is so oh. terrible and gross, and just feels like there's something so broken within that organization that they think that they can do something like this. Uh, it is it is it's a dangerous thing to have so, a team in the sport that I mean does this kind of stuff. is is there a and I hate to play devil's advocate here is there a scenario where cuz I I find it mind bending that Horner mm-hmm. also didn't take the offer of like have a clean yeah. getaway yeah. on this how is there a scenario, do you have to be like yeah. that's that is, is it so so is it bananas. is it pure prideful which i think we you know we we definitely yeah. have feelings on christian horner's maybe a gross level of pridefulness or mm-hmm. is there a scenario where he thinks that there's some way that the evidence that uh the the what seems to be the clear conversation is that there is months of evidence that has been collected mm-hmm. that presumably he's aware of yeah and that he thinks that somehow that evidence isn't strong enough for him to be implicated in whatever's going on. Like, like I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand this. It's, this I don't is understand just it either. To me. And to me, like the like pridefulness of like, no, somehow, like if it, if it's going to come out that he was doing the things that it is purported that there is clear evidence of him mm-hmm. doing, and that his position is just like, no, somehow the world is still going to side with 
me, Christian <sighs> Horner. I mean, that's like the grossest miscalculation of ego and and whatnot. Yeah. But I mean, may, maybe that's maybe that's totally in line with what we would expect from yes. Christian Horner. I mean, if so it walks gross. like a duck and quacks like a duck, like it is obviously Red Bull racing. Like that is. I mean, again, clear, I just like, I. Yeah. I just point back to this hour-long interview with Dax Shepard that Horner did where all he mm-hmm. did was just trash his own employees, his own drivers, like left mm-hmm. and right, as a brazen statement of like, it's this is not just me sharing how I feel, but I know that I'm sharing this in the most public venues, mm-hmm. and I am elite enough that everyone will just have to accept me you know, dunking on them individually and talking yeah. about how I'm the puppet master of their individual destinies and, and whatnot. And, um, and it's oh, not just yeah. that it's, yeah. it's not just, it's, it's the fact that like, we know that that is who Christian Horner is. Like we know that to be true. Every person who has any involvement in F1 as a fan knows who Christian Horner is. Uh, it is blatantly obvious to the point of where like the editors of, drive to survive quite literally make him a horse's ass. like that it's yeah. it, it is known the fact that he did this on uh armchair expert that reaches millions of people who have no exposure to f1 whatsoever so he's yeah. not just like telling tales out of school he's like telling tales out of like like he's on like a foreign exchange program like it's like that like level of like Yo, people don't know who you're talking about. Why are you talking bad about them? What yeah. what kind of what uh, what kind of snide, just ain't I a stinker type behavior? Yeah. Ain't, ain't I a stinker? Uh, oh God! Um, all right, I gotta it's Corey. I gotta rinse this off and yeah, like yeah. move on to some other stuff because this is just like it's just frustrating me yeah um let's oh so you're can, you're, you're, can, you're frustrated yeah okay so let's yeah, talk about yeah, yeah the car launches then if you're if yeah. you're frustrated oh, John. okay all right uh, yeah uh, here we go all right so all right um, so, so all all the cars have been revealed yes. yes there's there's a few stories in there but to me without question the yeah. number one story of the car reveals is is going to be red bull what's yes. going on with red bull's 2024 car my God, everything. Uh, my God, everything is going on with this car. There are uh, there are rumors that they are bringing. Uh, so, oh God, it's how, where, where do we even start? So, as um, as revealed, as revealed, <sighs> the car has a severely limited amount of side pod. On yes, it. yes. Um, almost to the point of where they had like the the vertical side pod inlet which is unique to this generation of f1 cars um only because the mercedes had the zero pod concept and that's the vertical side pod and kind of this like weird dough like dropped dough ball type of thing uh look on the car uh but it looks like adrian newey has taken that concept and turned it on its head and inside out in a way. So mm-hmm. it's the vertical side pod, but it also has uh, basically like an overbite 
uh, is what people are calling it. So that instead of the air being pushed into these inlets, uh, which you would think of as like, if you, if you're looking at like a pitcher of water, um, it's like what, uh, it's the it's the part of the pitcher that the water comes out of that like it spills out of it's kind of like smushed down and kind of opened up that's basically what the inlet looks like on most f1 cars but christian horner hot, not christian horner adrian newey has created a side pod that basically is like upside down <laughs> and also yep has like turned it on its side it's it's impossible to explain and also impossible to describe even looking at it um mostly because there might be some tomfoolery about uh so red bull is notorious for doing these reveals where they don't really show you the car they show you the livery and even the livery is like the same as it's always been so this year they rolled out this car, the RB20, and the lighting at the actual reveal itself was just so that it cast a shadow on the side pod section. So, like, you couldn't really even see it, even right. with, like, the contrast, like, turned way up on still photos. Like, I've seen a million different interpretations of this. Uh, and there are a couple of people who have looked at this. Dr. Obbs is one person who, uh, who we follow on Twitter. He's just a brilliant aerodynamicist. Uh, and he was like, something doesn't sit right with me. So it just looks like the way that the air would go into these side pods is not controlled in a way that Adrian Newey would have designed. It's just a little too chaotic. So that kind of reinforces my idea of the fact that like, that's not what the car is going to look like when it rolls out in a couple of days in Bahrain. Like, it's just not, it'll be some version of that, but like, it's not going to look like the car that was at the launch. And I don't know what those side pods are going to look like. If they're going to look like verticals, if they're going to look like overbites instead of underbites, if they're just totally nonsense and they're not going to do like they're going to do regular side pods and this was just to throw everybody else. I don't know what this was, but I do have a feeling it's going to be very fast. I mean, Adrian Newey is a genius alien yeah. from the far reaches of outer space who walks yeah. among us pathetic humans and has this incredible way of understanding uh, the yeah. way air works with these vehicles and it's it's basically yeah like don't ever bet against Nui. no um i am terrified by this it does mm. seem though i mean there's a small it does seem as though this is a radical approach to the design yes. of the car this is not yes. a this is not a we had the most dominant car in the field by far the most dominant car in the history of formula one period yes and we decided we would just like carefully evolve it it seems as though they've been borderline reckless mm -hmm. in how much of a radical change they've made to the car so there's part yeah. of me that hopes that like, well, maybe, you know, maybe there's something that happens when 
it's out in real world conditions and it's not exactly what they imagined it would be, but yeah, a foolish my, to bet against yeah. Nui. My, um, my biggest fear here is, uh, and I think that I'm getting this Greek analogy correct, but the idea here is like Mercedes, um, was Icarus, right? He flew too close to the sun, wax, wax, uh, yeah, yeah, wax and wax feathers. wings melted, yeah, and- yeah. And uh, and Red Bull is Daedalus, is the inventor, was this, is this, is the father of Icarus, who was like, hey, 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 don't fly too close to the sun. There's a limited ceiling, there's a limited uh, bit of uh, <laughs> of fidelity that we will get with the the use of these wings and then like Daedalus escaped uh the 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 prison tower i think is what they were in um but yeah i think that that red bull is daedalus and mercedes is icarus uh, i mean is yeah. the yeah is it is it true is what everybody is saying effectively true which is that Mercedes made this cockamamie car in 2022, this no mm-hmm. side pod car. Yeah. Nui looked at it, took like a glance at it and like immediately was like, I admire your bravery, but that's clearly not going to work. And then was yes. like, but if it was to work. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So basically. F- yeah. Yeah. And he figured it out. He figured it out. Um, so it looks like the way that we were supposed to do this, and I say we because this is what this is my current thinking is. I think that Mercedes should have done exactly what Red Bull did, which was don't go too radical with your new design. This is a new design. Use the the type of vehicle that you know works very well. You're going away from your you know your 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 low rake setup uh, is no longer an advantage. Everyone else will have the same rake on the car. Um, so that's the rake is just the angle between the, or the height difference between the front and the rear of the car. Um, and this year with the ground effects, these past couple of years with the ground effects cars, the rake angle hasn't come into play. So just go traditional, figure out the suspension. And that's what Adrian Newey did. And then, you can get into the aerodynamic changes. And that is now what Adrian Newey did. So it looks like Mike Elliott got a really, got like a wild hair and was like, oh my God, this is the coolest aerodynamic design ever. And Adrian Newey was also like, oh wow, that is the coolest aerodynamic design ever. Hmm. But I don't think it's going to work with the suspension setup right now. So I'm going to work on that first. And yeah. That's what looks like happened here. Uh, so right. we'll see. So w- one other Whoa. thing uh, that I'll add on to this, uh, there was comment from Eddie Jordan, who mm-hmm. Eddie Jordan is like, he's like almost a little Horner-esque himself in that yeah. like he just loves to like blabber about mm-hmm. anything that'll get him a, a few moments of spotlight. But he... Yep. Uh, went on to say that he's cycling buddies with Adrian Newey, and I don't know why he would, you know, if he if he was a friend to Newey, why he would just spill tea like this. But he was like, and by the way, while cycling, Newey told me all about their new design and explained it to me in terms that I understand that it's not just you know a radical 
new change that's going to be brilliant, but that it's perfectly poised for the kind of fu- future evolution mm-hmm. that is going to just keep in locking in more and yep. more advantages. So, yeah. I mean, in in my mind, hearing all this stuff and the respect that I have for Nui and whatnot does lead me to think that, you know, the first race of the season, it's going to be like, Max Verstappen finishes three laps ahead of yeah, everybody. And by the time we get to the whole fields. Yeah. yeah. And and by the time we get to Abu Dhabi, they'll just be like, Max Verstappen has finished the Grand Prix weekend on Saturday afternoon somehow, yeah. while yeah. everyone yeah. else will be continuing to race <laughs> on Sunday. Huh? Yeah. We'll have to yeah. figure that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's a good chance that that's what we're going to see. But there is also a good chance that, not a good chance, but there there is also a chance that somewhere within the simulation data, there was not enough correlation. Like yeah. there will not be enough correlation with on track uh, performance with simulation. We can data. hope. So we we can we always can hope. hope. Come on, Mother Nature, <sighs> realities. Yeah. differences from the metaverse in which this car was conceived please yeah some yeah. way somehow uh make it make it more challenging all right yeah. let's really quickly blitz through uh yep. any of the other notable stuff from the other other cars revealed what out yep. what else stood out to you so uh mercedes uh launched their new car with uh traditional looking side pods uh they do have uh not traditional but more traditional looking side pods they have kind of a marriage between their almost like it's not a vertical uh inlet but it's like a horizontal inlet with an underbite that kind of swoops out and creates this like nice little slipstream for air to flow off the side pods and down to the floor so we'll see if that works uh, they also did some really funky stuff with like a floating fourth wing uh, or floating fourth element on their front wing. Um, so they've got like the detached first wing and then the second um, second element of the wing is uh, is attached to the nose cone. And then the third one is attached a little bit higher than that. And usually the fourth one is attached just above the third one. But with Mercedes, they have the end plate of the wing uh, that has this like beautiful little uh, uh, element that kind of comes off and then just goes down to basically like a tube uh, that finishes off the fourth element of the wing. So this could be something that is an interesting and revelatory design. It could reintroduce these Y250 vortices that made the outwash um, very difficult to deal with when when we had the old spec cars. So I thought that that was interesting. They've also gone to um, a push rod suspension uh, on both ends of the car. So they've got push rod in the front and push rod in the back. Uh, it's a unique design to them and Aston Martin uh, I believe Aston Martin did that as well. Um, so nothing says that you have to have push and pull rod. You can have both. You can have neither. Uh, well, you can't have neither. You can have both or you can have them uh, the same. And it looks like that's what Merck went with. So they'll have the anti-lift component in the back and they'll have that anti-dive, anti-squat in the front. So that's the mm-hmm. anti-dive suspension. Um and then McLaren basically did 
what? Hey, real, real, real quick. Yeah, yeah, can I just yeah. Get, um, yeah. before we leave the Mercedes? Uh, you know, my yeah. my feeble, uh, purely aesthetic two cents yeah. that yeah, I want to throw think? in on the Mercedes. So they're bringing more silver back mm-hmm. into the car. I've always I've always enjoyed the. I mean, the 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 history of the silver arrows is really nice. But I also yeah. I was always enamored with the all black. Mercedes. Yes. I always thought that was yeah. really stunning. Is it appropriate for me to say that with the car, basically now the new car has more silver transitioning into it? Does this mm-hmm. mean that the car will by next year have no black left to it and will be reverted to silver and the black will be like a symbol of? Lewis Hamilton's time with yeah. the team. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that's absolutely correct, John. I think that is what we're looking at here. Um, that yeah, Mercedes can't help, but be weirdly symbolic, uh, in, in every move that they make. And that is, I think that's it. I mean that, and my, my understanding was their, you know, their, their initial swing to the all black car was, also part mm-hmm. of like you know support for um not not lewis but just for many of the initiatives that uh, lewis was pushing forward and and yeah. whatnot it's also ridiculously striking and just yeah. super super cool but like i i did just i don't know it, it just felt like okay this is this is a symbol of the you know we're now transitioning out of the mm-hmm. hamilton era um, and yeah. yeah, I, I, I would be almost certain that next year, a all silver, you yes. know, silver quote unquote, silver arrows, Mercedes will be revealed. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be back. Uh, that, that said, I did hear that they had, uh, a whole bunch of positive responses from the data that they were seeing in the SIM to their like whatever it was five lap shakedown at Silverstone. Mm-hmm. So um, it was in the rain, um, but apparently they, they were. This is a brand new rear suspension for them, so they're like a little bit worried and a little concerned. But I guess everything is exactly where it should be um, with the way that that rear end performed. And they also moved the cockpit yep. back a little bit, so that was like Hamilton's big thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his. That was one of his key requests that was ignored. Yep, and set us set Mercedes down the path that they're currently on, including yeah. losing seven time yeah. world champion Lewis Hamilton. Yep. Uh, so then uh, McLaren released their car mostly in digital renders, um, and then did like a, a photo op with it. But they're basically doing what Red Bull did uh, the past few years, where they're just like not showing us what the new car is looking like. They just showed us what the livery looks like, and then showed the livery basically on last year's car with like some of the floor blanked out. But yep. Considering how many different reveals they did for all of their other McLarens, like it was wild to just be like, wait, that's it? That's all you're showing us? So, I mean, that this is what uh, what Stella has said and what Lando and Oscar have both said. They're like, this is a car that will, once the development comes online, we will be competing directly with Red Bull. 
Like not just keeping up, not just qualifying on the front row with Max, but like we will be challenging them for wins consistently. So I love it. I hope that that's the truth. I don't trust that that's the truth, but I hope that's the truth. Uh, We'll see. We will see. Um, Anything else from this week that has popped up uh, either on your social media feeds in the past half hour uh, or popped into your head? Nothing, nothing else other than, uh, you know, uh, excitement is building. It is. It is. Then make sure you tune in with us on our next episode because we mm-hmm. will have at that point seen the first and, and only testing session for the 2024 yeah. season. Yep. And that will also be our last time talking before an actual race weekend. And so yeah. the, the next time that we record an episode of the F1 files, it will be going into our first race of yeah. the season, which is yeah. furiously exciting to think that it's already up on us. I mean, it's kind of crazy. You know, the off season is always a little bit of this like barren wasteland for formula one, but yeah. certainly not this off season. No. Nope. And who and and in theory, in the in those coming weeks, we may also know about what's the outcome of what's happening with Horner. Yeah. We will see how the cars are are actually performing on track and have guesses as to who's sandbagging and who's not. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's we're we're basically we're we're back, baby. Yeah. Also right isn't back into those- it. Doesn't Drive to Survive, uh, doesn't that Drive to season? Survive drops Friday, the same yeah. day as testing beginning. Yeah. So, so we will also have a new lens through which uh-huh. we can look back on the 2023 season. And I'm still, I'm still keeping my fingers crossed for like that final episode of the season yeah. having just, you know, like it probably is even going to be like, uh, you know, to see the final outcome of this season, you know, click here to open a, you know, web article that's going to explain yeah. to you <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's yes. currently happening in present day time in <laughs> Formula One. Uh, uh, yeah, every everything went wild after after I'm sure the, the drive to survive cameras turned off. Yeah. Well, and I guess uh, the drive to survive cameras were at the uh, the Red Bull reveal as well. So there there's going to be next mm. season uh we will get even more of the details about what is going on at red bull right now um yeah shout out to david coultard who was mm-hmm. co-hosting that car reveal with christian horn we didn't even mention this but christian horn yeah. was at the car literally reveal, like introduced like, and, yeah and and poor david coultard's pointy face looked like it wanted to origami inwards mm-hmm. on itself because he was mm-hmm. just like, I can't believe I'm here right now. Uh, and I'm you know, not allowed uh, to ask all this, of the questions. You know? yeah. 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 Cause that's, I mean, that's what DC does is he like, will just ask questions because he's, well, he's, he's also part of, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still like a Red Bull ambassador as yeah. well, which is why yeah. he's, why he's there in the mix. And so he's just like, but he knows he's a man of the, the public eye and of broadcasting and whatnot. And like, you can just see it all over his face. He's yep. just like, I have to figure out how to play this as though I, as though I am a gracious host to this event. And as though nothing is happening 
But if in 48 hours it comes out that I'm standing next to a, a horrible, disgusting, a horrible, monster, deviant, I need monster, to also yeah. look as though I am ahead of that and aware yeah. of, you know, and, and sensitive to, to that. So, God. uh, yeah. Uh, what a good what job, a tr- Red Bull, on making Oof. everybody deeply uncomfortable. God, like they just ugh, they they. I, and I said this: I don't believe in collective punishment, but I do believe that that entire organization does need to be penalized because everyone has worked to cover this up in some way, shape, or form. Because if they knew about it, then they haven't talked to the media. Oh, also. All these leaks apparently are coming from uh, De Telegraph, which is like a Dutch uh, newspaper. And there's one Jos Verstappen who has like an ongoing column in that paper. So if anyone is uh, wondering where these leaks are coming from, it's like very clearly from Jos Verstappen just talking to oh, people boy. at his at his newspaper um about this stuff and then they're just like oh an unnamed source has told us this it's like okay all right how not how not surprising oh Oh, god just incredible all right well uh um where do you think the stock is uh, at this point johnny because we're we're at we're we're right before stock is approaching fever pitch as we head into the new season and and you know uh testing and drive to survive are going to only send it higher yes yeah agreed um i i do feel as though it's like uh the stock is like doing the same thing that the water like that the water signifies in jurassic park where like when the t-rex stomps you're like whoa whoa what what was that it's like oh it's coming it's coming and it's going to be so much more serious and so much louder than we are ready for. But I, I gotta say, I'm feeling pretty ready for it, Johnny. I'm feeling pretty ready yep. for it. Uh, yep, so yeah, yep. stock is through the roof. Jurassic Park levels uh, uh, of, of, of hype. Uh, and where can the folks find you out there in the world or online, Johnny? Uh, you can track me down anytime via my home base of johnnymotion.com. Corey, where can the folks find you? You can track me down on coreypwillis.com. And then we've also got the F1 Files on Twitter, the F1 Files on TikTok, and the F1 Files podcast on Instagram. So check us out that way. We will make sure to catch up with you next time. Just like you better be sure to catch up with us. On these F1 files.